When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, we got Brees Hall news to get to. DK Metcalf, Matt Ryan being benched for the rest of the year. We're going to go over all of that and more. All the news that you need to know walking into to Monday, week number eight. You know, we've got the Monday night game to go still, but we're going to break down everything we can to help prepare you for not only your waiver wire pickups, your trades, everything working into week number eight, the fantasy football show. It begins now. This is the fantasy football show. With your host, Smitty. Take a lap. So, devastating news. Brees Hall has a torn ACL. He will be out the remainder of the season. He's done. His rookie year is done, unfortunately. Uh, the guy was on his way to becoming the running back one. I, I stand behind that. Uh, I, I understand some people will debate it. Uh, from now until the end of time, and that's fine. I don't really care. I believe this guy was turning into, if not already, the 1.1 1. 1 in 2023 in Dynasty, in go-forward rankings, if you're ranking now for the remainder of the year. He was my 1.1. 1. 1. It's the worst uh, news we could have got this year. Like, Javante was bad. This is worse to me because this is the 1.1. 1. 1. This was the clear rb1 going forward for me and i just created a bunch of content leading into the week about how he's my number one dynasty running back my number one redraft running back and what's he do he goes out four carries for 70 plus yards and a touchdown breaking off a a 60 plus yard scamper into the end zone right away right out of the gate and then he goes down with an acl tear which nobody could see coming it's not like he's injury prone by any means it's not like you can predict this kind of injury at all same thing with javante these are two top five running backs. I I know 100%. In my gut, in my with my experience of 20 years doing this, I know 100% that Hall and Javante, had they both remained healthy and not suffered freak ACL injuries, would both be top five running backs by the end of the year. Javante would have been embedded in his, his running back role in Denver. They're searching for the, the Melvin Gord thing would be out of the way at this point. Brees Hall was running back one wasn't becoming it he was he was neither here nor there that's in the past it's time to move forward Kenneth Skywalker is now going to make his case for being a top five running back and people will debate that and push back on us and that's fine Kenneth Walker ETN Damian Pierce we're still doing very well in terms of show predictions for running backs but man we couldn't have been hit harder to our top two running back breakouts in in Javante and Brees Hall but we will adjust and adapt this man will try and come back next year and be a top five running back in. And if you're asking me, oh, Smitty, are you all in on that? You're, you're typically against ACL recoveries the first year back. It's always case by case. Even with Javante Hall, I'm not going to I'm not gonna just buy in. It all depends on the progress, how good they look, how fast they, they get to where they need to be. If you've noticed every running back that I'm down on walking into the first year of their ACL recovery, they aren't ready for week one. I have a I have an instinct that that Brees Hall is going to be well ahead of where he should be. I have a feeling that like four or five months in, he's going to look amazing, and people are going to be like, "You can't even tell he suffered an ACL tear." 
I have a feeling Brees Hall is that kind of player. You never know. The most physically gifted running back in the NFL over the last like 10 years, physically, Saquon Barkley, he struggled coming back from his first year. So you never really know. Every player needs to be looked at case by case. You can't over expect from a player coming back from an ACL tear based on what you want to happen. You have to look at a case by case. So we will certainly attack Javante and Brees Hall differently separately unbiasedly and if i like what i see walking into week number one you might see Brees hall in my top five running backs for 2023 we'll take it as it comes to the moon moon in my book pal no surgery for dk metcalf it looks like dk metcalf is going to be week to week he suffered a, a torn uh patellar tendon it sounds like which basically is your your kneecap is right here and your patellar tendon goes over the kneecap now your boy smitty has a ton of knee injury experience i consider myself as close of a expert as you can get for somebody that has no medical background at all i have 20 years of looking at this stuff not to mention i've suffered these injuries i've suffered a torn acl i've suffered a torn mcl i've suffered a torn meniscus i've suffered a torn patellar tendon my patellar tendon was a complete tear right here and my kneecap basically floated up and i could literally push it and move it still attached here but not attached here any longer it tore right here now to my understanding dk metcalf did suffer tearing right about where i suffered it but but he didn't have a full tear he has damage here and so the question is how bad is that damage how long will it take it to heal it's just like tearing in there now that could lead to like further tearing down the road like if he rushed back and he goes out there and he jumps up really high and lands really really awkwardly or with a lot of force on the knee it could snap just like mine did it would just snap right here and that's a lot of times how you you tear it is when you have injury to it it's already kind of torn you can kind of look at it like uh uh in a way you can kind of look at it like you start tearing into this right and then now this paper is a lot weaker when you pull on it because you have little little tears and, and uh, injuries to it. So he's got to have it heal before he goes out there because when you tear it, a lot of times jumper's knee or people talk about tearing your patellar tendon when you're jumping and then landing. When you land and you put all that force on that patellar tendon, it, it, it could definitely snap. It could definitely tear and this thing would be floating like, like mine was, you know and they have to reattach this part right here to the kneecap and that's like an injury with mine where the doctor said we got to do this right now same day because this thing is a real important tendon to reattach and get back in place is asap it's not something where you want to wait because then you have a situation where the patellar tendon can change and become too tight and then you're trying to stretch it and then you have issues when you're re recovering and rehabbing it so there's so much that goes on with the patellar tendon that people don't usually realize it's a very a very gruesome injury in one sense, but it's also one that, that heals quicker too. Like when I tore my patellar tendon, I was running about four months after. And when I tore my ACL, now NFL athletes are rushed along a lot quicker, but you're typically looking at like a nine month to, to, a, to a year to get kind of back to where you can try and become full go. But with patellar tendons, if he did tear this, you know, he'd be out for the year, but you'd be looking at like a five a four or five six month recovery to where he's out there doing full go stuff but with this right here i'm gonna guess he's out for at least at least two to four two to five weeks to make sure that thing is healed up otherwise they could rule him out quicker but you're running the risk of 
of having this not healed enough and then he tears it completely on one big jump and then landing on that that knee so good news but expect to be without him for for two we'll call it two to five weeks and and we'll kind of play it by by ear week by week all right this news is crazy but you know what it's kind of exciting i know a lot of people are going to be like well oh my god they got sam Elling, ellinger sam ellinger now starting what's going to happen with jt guys this could be good this guy isn't awful and there's a lot of like ian rapaport said on twitter when he broke this specific piece of news or he, he broke it at the same time Schefter did uh where where ian rapaport said there are a lot of nfl teams that were potentially interested in inquiring about his availability like is this guy is this guy available he's very talented let's not have a knee-jerk reaction and say hey you know this is a downgrade or the colts offense collapses sam ellinger might end up being something special maybe he isn't maybe he is but i think there's a possibility of it i think people need to be more open-minded plus they're going to lean on the run this isn't necessarily a bad thing for Pittman or jt it could be but it isn't necessarily a bad thing the colts need to change matt ryan was not it his contract is crazy uh, i give the colts credit for making this move now granted here he's nursing a sprained shoulder and they're making a QB change partly because of that. But we're hearing that the, the change doesn't really have to do with the shoulder and that they're confirming through reports and sources that, that Ellinger will be the starter to go forward. So that confirms that it's not related to the, to the shoulder. So I give the Colts a lot of credit for doing something that the Niners won't do by benching Jimmy G, admitting they're wrong, admitting the contract was garbage, and, and just saying, hey, let's move forward and try and win football games. I give the I give the Colts a ton of credit for this, and I I kind of have a little bit of a feeling that this kid's going to be kind of exciting potentially. Not for sure, not a lock, but like in super flex, you want to grab him. In in dynasty leagues, you want to grab him. He might be something special. He might not be. We'll see. But it can't be worse than what we saw on Sunday. And give me the opportunity for JT to become the true focal point moving forward. And if Ellinger can move the football enough and, and, and stretch the field with Pittman and, and make things work, maybe JT has a much better go forward. And I still buy JT at every turn. I'm not worried either way. I think JT having about 15 points in PPR last week off of a pretty disappointing week shows how valuable he is. I'm all in on JT still go forward, especially if you suffered some kind of hall injury and you need to to make a move with one of your wide receivers you take a top five wide receiver you trade it for jt and a Pittman, jt and a player that look at etn we talked about etn all last week you trade a big gun for another player and get etn thrown in now look how that looks there are still a few players that feel that have that feel that that, that you could get for free almost right now in a throne and a two for one a guy like Pittman, a guy like uh gabe davis who who won't be a throw-in but you can get him ultra cheap and a two for one when you're giving up a, a big name player look if you've got a cooper cup you've got a jj i don't want you trading him and if things are working why try and fix what isn't broken but if you're but if you're injured You've lost Javante, you've lost Brees Hall, you've got Cooper Cup, or you got JJ, or even Jamar Chase, who you know I love and I don't want you to trade in a vacuum. If you're vying for second place or not even second place, what are you going to do? Hold on to the player or are you going to dilute and conquer? And if you get a JT and another player that could be this week's coming up version of, of ETN, where you could get ETN in a two for one, 
Well, that's how you recover from an injury like Brees Hall. I like this move right here. I quietly do. Njoku has a high ankle sprain. He'll likely miss uh, several weeks with that. So uh, there's a couple reports, two to five weeks. This is uh, Adam Schefter here. Um, don't expect to have him for a while. Tight ends to look for on waivers. Taysom Hill keeps getting dropped. Kyle Pitts might get dropped this week. There's a lot of chatter of, I'm done with Kyle Pitts. I'm done with Kyle Pitts. You could probably trade for him on the very, very, very cheap or look for him on waivers. Dawson Knox got cut in a lot of leagues. So we'll attack that walking into week number eight waiver wire and make sure we discuss Pitts and, and Knox as being potential available guys that you might not expect to be there or notice that they got dropped. You always need to keep an eye on who gets dropped every week. Go through look down the right side of the ad drop ad drop ad drop and just say drop 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 who got dropped you you'd be surprised if you don't look at that who's sitting out there and you know what i'm talking about because sometimes somebody adds somebody and you're like they were available because you weren't taking the time to monitor who was dropped each week it's a very important thing to do prayers up to Brees hall what a what a kick right to the gut we still got a lot of players popping off on our moon men list look at these guys right here the moon man look at them look at them dropping loads in outer space i mean it, it's the hall and javante space monsters just a kick to the gut i mean it, it's but look at these guys popping off uh, burrow um we got we got the pancake stack um the stack above all stacks it's time to drop the pancake emojis in the live chat. Drop the pancake emoji in the comment section for me. But, like, what's crazy about this duo right here? Number three. Burrow is already number three for all quarterbacks in fantasy football. He's actually the number three overall scorer in fantasy football, period. Right now through six weeks, so, or through seven weeks. Phenomenal for a guy, Mr. Cigar Smoking Joe Burrow, who started off so slow and everybody didn't want him. Um, very, very glad and proud and excited about all the players we're talking about on the show. We can't help some of the injuries. I mean, Kenneth Skywalker. I mean, come on. Yeah. Yeah. Kenneth Skywalker is going crazy. He's a top five running back. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care. You don't like my bold takes? That's fine. But, but, but. Kenneth Walker is a top five running back. He is Lev Bell meets, I don't know what player. Like he's just, uh, he's an amazing player that is going to continue to turn heads. And people didn't want to accept that ETN was going to be what we said ETN would be. And ETN's becoming that. People didn't want to accept that Brees Hall was becoming what we said Brees Hall would be. And I don't care if he got hurt. He was the, R- he was the RB1 by the time he went down. He, in my mind, creating all that content walking into week number seven he's going to be the rb1 he is the rb1 he's the best in dynasty and he goes out four carries 70 yards and a touchdown he he proved it right then and there and everybody knew it anybody that doubted it saw him in the in the in the first quarter there and they said okay yeah it's time okay he's the number one acl and you can't i mean again we can we can we got to mourn it we get a couple days to mourn it I, i think it's not not bad to to be a little bit upset for a couple days it's okay but we do have to adjust and adapt i'm going to practice what i preach i'm going to adjust and adapt and i do know one thing that if you were a follower of this show and you do have javante and he went down you do have Brees hall and he went down you there's a really good chance you own kenneth walker and etn or damian pierce and etn or kenneth walker and damian pierce you own some combination of those guys because we hammered all of these players home and, and beat a dead horse on the topics 
over and over and over all season, all off season long. So I'm pretty confident you're going to bounce back. I have faith in you. I'm going to help you. We're going to help each other to adjust and adapt and get out of any scenario that gets thrown at us. Now get out of here. This is the Fantasy Football Show with your host, Smitty. Smitty.